Hello and welcome to Today I Am Grateful, the podcast where we share our gratitude with people in our community who have helped make a difference. I'm Annika, a middle schooler from New York, and each week I like to highlight a different local leader to share their story. This week, I'm thrilled to introduce you to Chairman of Dermatology at Summit Medical Group, Dr. Hari Nadaminti. Hi, it is my pleasure to have you on the podcast. Please tell us about yourself. Thank you, Annika. This is a great show and really thrilled to be on the podcast as well. You're doing a great job and we're, I'm grateful to be a, a part of this. Uh, I'm, as you mentioned, I'm the Chairman of Dermatology at the Summit Medical Group. We're the largest multi-specialty group in New Jersey, and we care for a lot of patients, um, especially over the last year, we combined uh, our group with uh, CityMD, and we have a large group within uh, New York and New Jersey. Can you tell our listeners about the prevalence of skin cancer and what dermatologists trained in Mohs surgery do? Uh, there's a particular type of skin cancer surgery, it's called Mohs surgery that I perform. It's extra training after dermatology, in which case patients with a hit, uh, skin cancer, particularly in sensitive areas like the face or the hands or feet are treated with this procedure. It's a specialized way of removing the skin cancer. The goal is to remove the skin cancer while taking the least amount of normal skin. We can do this by uh, using microscopic technique to help uh, get the smallest potential wound possible and the smallest potential scar. So the patient comes in the room, clean the area, put anesthetic in and then surgically remove the tumor and then look at it under the microscope while the patient waits. And then after about 45 minutes, we can basically uh, remove the skin cancer and look at the margins. And then if there's any remaining, we know where it is, can take more and repeat it. What would you say your biggest challenge during the pandemic has been? It's the pandemic has hit, hit us all very hard. It's been very uh, challenging and it's hard to see people that have been personally affected by um, by the disease, patients who have died, uh, patients who've gotten really sick, staff who've gotten it, and staff's family who've who've passed away. Uh, so it's affected us all. Definitely the most challenging is for the people that directly affected their health. And um, I, I'm a dermatologist, so I, I see patients mostly on an outpatient basis, but I know a lot of my colleagues who've seen it in the hospital and seeing these patients die before their eyes. And the patients that I've seen that have passed away are, you know, long-term patients that I've seen for skin cancers, um, but have contracted the disease and unfortunately have passed. So definitely the hardest part is the direct health impacts uh, of the virus. What precautions did you need to implement in your practice in order to see patients safely? Obviously, dermatologists have to look very closely at the skin. It's a great question. Unfortunately, a lot of the skin cancers are on the face. In that situation, 
we test our patients with uh, for COVID-19 and, and sometimes have to quarantine them before the procedure uh, to keep the safety of our patients and, and our staff. And by doing this, uh, the safety precautions that have been recommended by the, CT the CDC, we've been able to keep our patients and our, and our staff safe. Having the COVID vaccine is a huge scientific breakthrough. Can you tell us about your role in helping to spread the word about the importance of taking this vaccine in New Jersey, especially in underserved communities who have been hit particularly hard by the virus? Absolutely. Another great question. The COVID-19 has unfortunately disproportionately affected uh, people of color, uh, Black and the Latinx community. Uh, have had proportionately more cases of the virus. Unfortunately, they've also, when gotten the virus, had worse effects of the virus. They've been hospitalized more on average than their white counterparts. They have also, uh, unfortunately, passed away more um, or have more likelihood of passing away from the virus if they do get infected. And we have a foundation that's interested in uh, learning about these inequities. We're doing a survey to, uh, to help determine the inequities. The vaccine is very effective and, and uh, we've seen a lot of great data, but there's a hesitancy amongst uh, some of our population of taking the vaccine for potential risk of side effects. And, Unfortunately, the history of these inequities and healthcare disparities is highlighted here. And we're working with um, local communities, particularly um, to, to, to further investigate this issue and to help educate uh, our population. Our hope is through education that we can spread the word about the vaccine and to spread the importance of, of getting it. Is there something you have felt gratitude towards during this time? Absolutely, I feel grateful for a lot of things. Uh, whenever there's a crisis, it's important to see how, how you respond to the crisis. I've been impressed with humanity as a whole, how we've responded and the kindness that has been outpoured to different frontline workers, including healthcare workers that obviously that's that's what I do and to so I'm grateful for humanity I'm grateful for scientists for developing this vaccine for helping the all the process you know detecting the virus you know the testing of the virus my wife Sheila you know has helped and volunteered to vaccinate. So I'm proud of her for doing that. Very grateful for um, each day. So it definitely makes you think differently. And, and I'm grateful for, for a lot of things during this time. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We are really grateful to have doctors like you who are helping us through this time. Please stay safe and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much. Thanks for inviting me to the show.